Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Live from Atlanta, the moment you wait for all week. Your chance to get informed, entertained, and occasionally outraged. Welcome to the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. And a good morning to you, the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Warning, I'm already fired up. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Well, you know when you need certainty in the home buying process with a loan that fits your life? Our friends at Rocket Mortgage can. We have a uh, loaded morning, and I'm sure we're going to have plenty of opportunity for you to join in the conversation with me to be able to debate, discuss, hopefully have some civil discourse. I expected to get fiery at times. So that is a preparation for you. Flame retardant clothing would probably be the best decision you could make right now. That's all I'm going to tell you. Let's get the show started. It's been a uh, crazy week. It's been an absolutely crazy week. And I want to talk about some of the games that actually are going on this week. But obviously, a lot of other issues have taken center stage. And I would just like to have some real conversation this morning. And we tend to have real conversations on this show. Uh, I'm going to tell you that I don't believe that a lot of people in my industry have been having honest conversations. How about that? I find my industry aggravating, though, many, many times. And I'm not just talking about the jabronis that do Mount Rushmore shows because they're too lazy to do show prep. Uh, what are we going to do today? All right, let's talk about the, the, your top four, your Mount Rushmore of Knicks players of all time. I mean, just, just seriously. I could leave the car running. 
close the garage door and just be done with it before I have to listen to garbage like that. Uh, I guess I get tired of my industry anyway. But what I also get tired of is understanding is what is my industry? Sports talk radio, right? When people come to CBS Sports Radio, why are they choosing to shop in this aisle? They want to talk about sports. They want to get into discussions and debates with hosts. They want to react to a host's point of view, a caller's point of view. They want to hear a, an interview from somebody who's an insider in a sport. That's why they're shopping at CBS Sports Radio. That's why you make that choice. We're going to an Italian restaurant tonight in Atlanta, my wife and I, with another couple that we're friends with. Why are we going there? Well, it's fantastic Italian food. And finding that in the South, believe me, it ain't easy. So we're going there because I want Italian. And I know our, our friends like the restaurant too. So we're going and we're going to have Italian. So all week long I've been thinking about having Italian. If I get to Valenza tonight and walk in the door and they say, tonight we're doing southern fried specialties. I'd be like, what the blank's going on? Wait a minute. Chicken fingers? Seriously? Mac and cheese? Ribs and chicken? No. No. That's not what I'm here for. But honestly, listening to Sports Talk Radio in America has become like listening to CNN, Fox News, MSNBC. Blah, blah, blah. I want to vomit. That's not this industry. It's not what this is about. And to me, I think that the NBA players have lost sight of it. I think that Sports Talk Radio has lost sight of it. The idea that, yes, everyone should use their platform and have a voice. So I will lay out to you my manifesto very early this morning, and I'm sure it will be a subject to debate debate all morning long. Here's my manifesto. People come to you on your job for what you do. If I was to sit here this morning at CBS Sports Radio and decide that the John Kincaid show this morning, I was going to talk about classical music, children's cartoons, and three of the best books that I've read all summer long. I've only read two, by the way. If I did that this morning, we're going to do classical music this hour. Tell me your favorite classical musician. Let me tell you a little bit about how classical music calms me down. What? You're turned into CBS Sports Radio. What, why are you tuned in for that? You're not tuned in for that garbage. When people tune to the NBA... I've written down names of now four players in the NBA who've said it's not about the basketball anymore. It's about social justice and the social justice movement. Okay, then. Here's my manifesto. Exit the bubble. Exit. Because if you tell me it's not about the basketball anymore, if that's not, if that's not what it's about anymore, then don't be there. 
and next year, if you want to come back and, and it's about the basketball, then make it about the basketball. Every single person in America should have their voice heard. Every single person in America should use their platform. But guess what? This platform is CBS Sports Radio. This isn't my time to tell you who to vote for. This isn't my time to tell you my personal views on every single issue because, you see, this is the John Kincaid Show. I've got tons of hours the rest of the week to use whatever platform I've got. And honestly, it's like two milk crates and a two-by-four to be able to share my opinions on anything else I wish to, to make a difference any way that I can in what I'm passionate about. But it's not, this isn't the place. This isn't that. The NBA stage is the NBA. A guy like LeBron James, he can send out a tweet. Go 280 characters, send out a tweet, and send a message that is worthy of a Super Bowl ad as far as influence. But nobody is coming to the NBA for his tweets. LeBron can do that away from the court. He has that power. Guess what? We all have power. You know what we can do? We can roll up our sleeves and we can get involved in our communities. Why are you staying in the bubble if it's no longer about the basketball? I asked Jalen Brown that question. I asked George Hill that question. And I got more for George a little bit later on today. But if it's not about the basketball anymore, then why are you there? Why are you there? Well, I'm there to draw awareness. Really? Is that what it was about, coming back to play basketball? Can we be honest? Can I hear anybody discuss this honestly? Do you realize if the NBA player walkout, which was a strike, so the NBA player strike, Do you realize if that went on and they decided we're not coming back, do you understand the amount of revenues, the the, the hundreds of millions of dollars that are lost? The effect that would have had on next year's salary cap? Do you realize that the TV contracts would have been voided? Do you realize that? ESPN, TNT. ABC, the TV contracts voided, completely voided, not as valid as the paper they're written on. And then the NBA would have been coming back next year trying to get the players to the table and saying, yeah, I could see TNT now. I could see ABC, ESPN now. Yeah, we'll take you back. We'll take you back. We'll do NBA, but we're going to do it at like 70 cents on the dollar. So when you hear someone say, well, it's not about the basketball anymore. It's about the social movement. That's why we came back. BS.com. I'll say it. Nobody else will say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. It was about the TV contract. Because every single player, and by the way, every single player that lets their personal voice be heard, every single player that rolls up their sleeves and gets involved in their community, every single player that doesn't just send out a tweet, or wear a t-shirt in a layup line 
that gets involved in their neighborhood, in their community, goes back and fixes something that they can control, has my absolute standing ovation bravo. We talked about it on the Shaq podcast this week. Shaq said every single Christmas, Shaq is taking care of kids in Atlanta, in L.A., in Orlando, and in Baton Rouge. Mama handles Orlando and Baton Rouge. Shaq handles L.A. and Atlanta, which is where his home is. And shaq Claus goes out there and makes sure the kids have, have presents under the tree. Giant shopping sprees for kids. It's one of his projects. But he takes care of Baton Rouge, Orlando, which his mom take, makes sure she handles, and he's a part of it, obviously paying for it all, and at L.A. and Atlanta. And Shaq takes care of it. Because you see, his point of view is, what are you doing? Are you wearing a T-shirt? Or are you actually rolling up your sleeves and getting involved in your community? Because if nothing comes from this, other than hashtags, tweets, and a, a continuous drone beat message, it's not about basketball anymore. Now it's about social justice. Guess what? Off the court, it should be. If it's, this, if it's this important to you, it should be. It should become your new passion. I'm very passionate about cancer awareness, raising money for cancer research. My bosses are kind enough every year that we have a radiothon every year that raises money for the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. Passionate about that. My partner, Buck Ballou, and I, who will celebrate 20 years on Friday, at 6-8 of the fan in Atlanta, the Buck and Kincaid show. We have a golf tournament every year. And honestly, for the most part, we show up. Shake hands, kiss babies, meet listeners, everything. We have a lot of people behind the scenes who do all the really heavy lifting and the hard work. We put on one of the most successful charity golf tournaments in the entire Southeast. We just had our 19th in a year where there was a pandemic. And you know what? Thanks to our great sales team and, and people that are involved in the charity... We had more advertisers this year participate, donate, help the cause than we've ever had before in a global pandemic. That's how you get passionate about a cause and then you start doing things away from your job. But I think what we've lost is we're blurred the lines between sports and activism. And athletes being activists is freaking awesome. Let me underline it for you. It's awesome. It is fantastic if you're actually making a difference. Not that you're wearing a t-shirt and a layup line. Not that you're uh, hashtagging something on Twitter and using your social media. Are you going out, rolling up your sleeves, going back to your hometown and fixing something? Helping your own community. Because if you're not doing that, then what you're doing is a bunch of empty gestures. But if you're actually doing the work, the hard work, not the easy stuff, then I'm going to applaud you 100%. 
But the game itself, if it's not about the game, leave. Honestly, it's not about the game anymore. It's not about sports anymore. It's about act. No, when the line between activism and sports gets really, really blurred, I'm telling you, there are going to be ramifications from it. And you're talking to someone who loves, well, I should say this, I really like regular season NBA basketball, and I love playoff basketball. Love it. I love postseason basketball. I don't like the 82-game grind. I tend to go through every Sunday afternoon, see the biggest national games of the week. So if you tell me that Lakers and Clippers are playing that week, I'll hit it, DVR it, record it, make sure I got it. In case I don't see it the night before, live, I can watch some of it the next morning as I'm getting ready for work, and I can watch it as I'm sitting around doing prep for the show. I can look at it, see it, get engaged. Activism is fantastic for athletes. When the game itself becomes activism, I think it's dangerous. I think it do. Because I don't believe every single sporting event has to now become an activist platform. I don't. Individual players using their time and their energies and everything to be activists, bravo. Love seeing it. And I love seeing it more when you actually do something and you're, and you're making meaningful change. But when sports becomes activism, I think it's dangerous. Very, very dangerous for the sport. Not for us. Because the consumer can turn it off. The consumer can just say, this isn't what I'm here for. I'm not, I didn't come to McDonald's for sushi. I didn't go to Kentucky Fried Chicken to have their taco. I came for something. And every one of us, when we go to our job, we have a job to do. When someone came in, comes into Walmart, they're not coming into Walmart to come, uh, you know, and, and have a, a fine five-course meal. Those are my initial thoughts. I want to hear from you, too. 855-212-4CBS. Our toll-free line is brought to you by our friends at Geico. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies on top of what Geico could already save you? What are you waiting for? Visit geico.com to learn more. Fantastic. I know you're going to want to uh, share some thoughts. I'd love to hear from you, too. We had some teams advance in the NBA uh, postseason. We have some teams that are looking to close out series in the NBA postseason. We're going to get to it next. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. You know, if you're yelling at the radio, he can't hear you. So call JK now at 855-212-4CBS. Great job, uh, Anthony Piano, getting some new uh, rejoins and branding going. How difficult was that, Anthony, during a global pandemic that I think New York hasn't opened yet? Is it uh, still? How hard was that? No, not not difficult at all. We have a uh, very good uh, individual, Doug Dosher, 
who uh, the Dosher boy. He's awesome, baby. He is awesome. He's awesome. Yeah, really good. I appreciate it. That's great. Just trying to put a fresh coat of paint on the place as we head towards an NFL season two weeks from today. Does it seem like the NFL season's two weeks from today to you, Anthony, at all? I know how much you love No, just because no. there's NBA playoffs going on right now. Uh, I'm a big hockey fan. My Islanders right? are going for the Stanley Cup, so I have that going on. We're not whoa, used whoa, to whoa, having whoa. the well, NBA and NHL going on at this time. Let's be honest. Your Islanders are 10 wins from the Stanley Cup, but the thing is, unfortunately for you, so are my Las Vegas Golden Knights, baby. Well, as I've told you right from the beginning, there are only two teams in the Eastern Conference that I was scared of. That would be Carolina and Boston. Uh, and, and Boston uh, may be done. Boston may be done. The Islanders are going to beat Philadelphia. Yes, and if, they are. If they, if they play Tampa Bay, they're going to beat Tampa Bay as well. The Whoa. Islanders are going to go to the Stanley Cup. Could, could, could we have a, a Kincaid Pierno? Stanley Cup final. That is very much a possibility. Oh, man. Can you imagine, though, if, if my Knights, if my Knights go to the final four two years out of their first three as a franchise, that's awesome. That's the greatest expansion team ever. If they go to the Stanley Cup finals two times, if they're Western Conference champs two times in their first three years for an expansion team, that's awesome. That is Very the best awesome. ex- best expansion team of all time. I mean, that is that's maybe in all sports it could very well be. But we're not doing a show today. Call us with your best expansion team of all time. We actually have content on this show. 855-212-4CBS. You heard my thoughts beginning of the show. I know Ray in Dallas is on the line. Ray, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, Ray. What's up, buddy? I I just want to say um, I totally disagree with everything you said in your manifesto. Okay. You started out you started out sounding, you know, making sense, but then you went into the story of you support you have a big thing for cancer and you use your platform at work with your public permission to promote your event, to promote the cancer, to build money for cancer. And you do that with your boss's permission, and I understand that. But the NBA gave these guys permission to use their platform. Yeah, so, but but here, Ray, here, Ray, there's a Ray, there's a difference. But Ray, there's a, there's a complete difference. We're no the audience knows what they're coming for. The audience knows we're coming for NBA basketball. We're not coming for activism. There's a big difference. When they're coming to a radio show, you come to a radio show. Now, the day, the one day a year we do a radiothon, they know we're doing that that day, and they can choose to come or not, but they know it in advance. Thankfully, they support it. So I'm not getting your point. So, like you said, but you're talking about from the spectator's point of view. Yes, I am. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. But from the player's point of view, they have permission from their boss. So they're doing what they have. They have the right to do. No, well, don't tell me the games don't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, Ray, Ray, Ray. Then don't tell me the games don't matter. Don't tell me the game. What? Let me, let me, let me, let me say it. Let me say it like this. Okay. I have a 17 year old son. I'm a black man. Okay. And at at the age of 12, my wife got pulled over by a police officer and my son started screaming out, don't shoot my mom. That's okay. But Ray, Ray, that isn't it. Ray, you're losing totally. Ray, you're losing the point. You're losing the point. Every thank you for your call because you can't stay on point. Absolutely. 
Can I say it again for you? I'll speak very slowly. That should never happen. And activism off the court, away from the games, is absolutely awesome. Should be celebrated and honestly, tangible, actual, legitimate things being done to try to rectify things in society is absolutely something we need more of. Period. Stop. End of sentence. But that is not the product. And if you don't care about the product, leave. It's not about the games anymore. It's about social justice. Okay, then stop the games. Then don't have the games. Don't have the games. Don't tell me the game doesn't matter because guess what? You can love you can love a message and support a message. And you can also say, "Oh, I love the basketball." And on their on your on your spare time, Rand Dallas, you can do whatever you want to do for whatever cause and I hope you do. I hope you're involved. But guess what? When you're, if I came in this morning and started talking about classical music for four hours this morning on my show, my bosses would be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? This is sports. But many of my peers in sports radio and sports media have decided that it's their job to tell you who to vote for. They want to tell you who to vote for. They want to tell you their political slant on everything. I tune those people out. The minute that crap starts, I tune it out. But guess what? In my own time, I can do whatever I wish. Brian in Kentucky joins us. Brian, what's going on this morning? Good morning, John. I just wanted to share an experience yesterday. Any any given weekend day, it is my absolute pleasure to get up at 6 a.m. and spend the whole day in my garage, have a few beers, work on the weed eater, and listen to sports talk radio. Three <laughs> Thank times you, yesterday. Three times yesterday, national. I, I tried national, and then I tried local. And three times I had to turn the radio out for exactly what you just described. It was, I went the day silence, and it was it was actually a little bit, it was refreshing. They, well, they, I mean, it, it, I don't, Brian, I, Brian, I don't understand. There is a, I have, other than, and I'm sorry I'm bad with math, I have four hours a week where I get to share with you guys as a national audience. And yes, we talk about stories sometimes that that are about, okay, the social justice movement, things like that. But honestly, I've got the rest of my week to make a difference in my community, on my time, on my personal time, using my personal brand. I got a Twitter account. I got my, I got my, my platform and my own community, and I can make any changes that I want by rolling up my sleeves and working hard. But when I'm here with you in the morning, I don't believe it's my time to tell you how to vote. I don't believe it's my time to tell you my political slant on everything. I don't believe that's what we're here for. That's just me. And, I've, and honestly, I think my industry has lost its way. Columnists. We have, we have columnists. We have sports writers. We have sports talk show hosts who have been so scared of this virus that they've been telling you, yeah, NBA will never happen. College football never happened. Baseball never happened. And they've been wrong at every turn, and they just keep doubling down. They want to be right. right. Drives me crazy. Right. 
One more point, one more real quick point. I yes. was raised, John, and I think you would understand this, that if you use your time, treasure, and your talent to help out your community, that it, that it was always supposed to be done anonymously. And mm-hmm. I, I see a lot of I see a lot of folks climbing up on top of the soapbox to tell the world what what it is they're doing and Here, giving away. Here's what I here's what I'd here's what I'd suggest. If you really if if for guys like Jalen, I heard Jalen Brown say it, George Hill say it. The games aren't important. Games aren't important anymore. It's about social justice. Okay, then walk away from the bubble and get to work. Walk away from the bubble and get to work. But you're literally telling people you don't give a flip. The games aren't important. And that, and that, to me, makes no sense. Thank you for your call. Makes absolutely no sense at all. Just crazy. What also doesn't make sense is the fact that we had college football last night. And we had silence from a lot of the negative Nelly bang the drummers who told you you will never see any of it. Why is that? Why is that? Are they peeking out from under the covers today? Have they decided that it's safe to walk to the corner to go get their morning newspaper? Leading the opposition against the doomsday media, this is the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, remember the doomsday media? I just ask you to look back. We're heading into September. Tuesday is September. My mom's 91st birthday, by the way, on Tuesday. She got her flowers yesterday. She was very happy. Uh, I take you into September. Since the pandemic began... Some of you have listened to some of the shows. Some of you have listened every week. Some of you listen in and out month to month. Since the beginning, we refused to buy into all the negative storylines on this show. Yes, we can. Yes, we do. Thank you very much, Barack. Yes, we can. You're right. We can. And we refused. To join in the chorus of the Dan Walkins of the world. Everything is doom and gloom. Nothing can work. This can't happen. (laughs) 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 They wanted so desperately to be right. And when Austin P played Central Arkansas last night. And no, I didn't watch much of it. I was watching hockey last night and baseball and basketball. But it just felt good. It felt good to see it. And congratulations to those young men. And congratulations to the NHL, which is now in its second round. Congratulations to the NBA, which is beginning its second round today. Congratulations to Major League Baseball being at the halfway point of their 60-game sprint. And congratulations to every single one of you who refused to buy into the BS that it couldn't be done. Oh, we can't do that. Let's just regroup in 2021. We can't have sports. It's too risky. Yes, we can. It's too scary. We can't do that. No, we can't. 
Congratulations to every one of you who came out from under your covers, peeked out the window and said, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm just not going to sit here and say that something can't be done without at least giving it a try. Yes, we can. And for our friends in Big Ten country, I'm sorry. Pac-12 country, I'm sorry. We will regroup and revisit that at the top of the next hour. Don't miss it. There will be fireworks. Sam in Canton, Ohio is up in that part of the country. Sam, I've never been to Canton. Is, is, the, Hall of Fame, is the Hall of Fame really worth having a special trip up there? I'm sure you people in Canton are very nice. John, I'll tell you, you would never forget it if you're really? a sports fan. Okay. Yes, okay. It, and and NFL's my place. biggest. It really okay. is. It really oh, is. I'm going to go see. John, what, what I called about, um, I couldn't agree more with you regarding your commentary here uh, using sports as a vehicle for social change. I retired back in March. Congratulations. Thank you. And I was an industrial salesman, and I, can, I, I can't even begin to guess, and I'm being sarcastic, what would have happened to me if when I went out and made my sales calls that I started talking to my customers about social issues, whether it was the legalization of drugs or abortion or whatever the hot whatever topic it is. was. Yeah, of whatever the day. it was of the day. Yes. Yeah. You know, and if I had done that, not only would I have created a bunch of controversy, but people would be asking the, the question, why is this guy here and what is he supposed to be here for? Yes. When I turn on the television set to watch an NBA game or a baseball game or an NHL hockey game, whatever, I'm trying to escape from the world. I'm trying to submerge myself into something that I love, okay, so that I can get away from the issues and the problems that confront all of us. But you are, but you are okay. I'm hearing it from you. I want you to say it, though. You're okay on when the game's over or before the game for any player having their voice, letting it be heard, being active in their communities, uh, fighting for change. Absolutely. 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 You know, that's the way it is. And it's just, it just becomes a matter of there's a time and a place for it. You know, I would stop short of, you know, saying things like some of these guys have said where they say, well, just shut up and play basketball or shut up and play ridiculous. Yeah, Ridiculous. but at the, at the same time, you know, you made a great point when you say, uh, you know, at least hinted at the fact that, that you're, they're driving away people from the game who want to get away from this kind of thing. Yes, okay? and guess what? Next year, those people are going to try again. They're going to try again because they have driven away, and i got to run, Sam, but congratulations on your retirement. They've run away some people from the tent. And there will be people out there that go, well, good riddance. If they, then obviously they don't care about the issues. Bull pucky. You can care about the issues, but you're not there for that. If I went to see, who does my wife want to see? Uh, Anthony, who's the guy? Oh, my gosh. The Canadian singer who does like the Sinatra. Uh, Michael Bublé. My my wife would like to go see Michael Bublé. 
He seems like a talented guy. I've seen him perform. I, I, I'd, like to, I'll, I'd like to take her. So next time he plays Vegas, I'm going to try to take my wife to see Michael Bublé. If I attend the Michael Bublé concert, and Michael Bublé just takes the microphone and says, you know, it's not as important. The, the music's not as important as social change. And just begins to take the mic and just go on a lecture. Here's my worldview. Here's my point of view. Here's my activism. Here's what it is. No. That's not what I came to the Michael Bublé concert for. And Michael Bublé is famous and has a stage. You know what? He's got a platform after that concert. After that concert. Before that concert. He's famous enough. People will take notice and listen. Jim in Green Bay joins us. Jim, what's going on this morning? Good morning. Good morning, John. I just want to thank you for your uh, your very uh, blunt way you put things. I appreciate I be it blunt. because you're very uh, you're very honest, and I love it. So I, I don't ever change. I really like that about I you. I try not. One... To, I try not to. My <laughs> wife. My wife wishes I would change some things, but <laughs> I bet. I have one comment for you, and I want to get your opinion on something. I'll make it real quick. Sure. Uh, my comment is: our local radio station here is 107.5 The Fan, and um, on Thursday morning. I always, I, I wear third shift, so I, when I drive home, I listen to that show. It's all sports. Okay. They talk about nothing about the, all is all about the Kenosha shooting for an okay. hour. I had to turn now it that off. Was their, but, that, but that's their community. I, I understand that. Di- but that's great, a little different. I, I get it. Yeah, you're right. But I, that's my getaway, listening to the sports. Oh, okay. You know, and they were fighting, they were fighting on the radio. They were fighting with the talk show host. Why were they and fighting it was about? Just, well, the talk show host took his stance on what he believed was right and the people didn't agree with him so everybody okay. called in the biggest disagreement back and forth oh, so geez. i didn't want to hear that i they yeah i can understand get away yeah, yeah. so I and my you. question and my question is for you i want your opinion sure you know the nba the nba canceled games you know um out because of the shooting and things like that social injustice and they canceled games why didn't baseball was a little bit different? Some teams canceled. Some teams had some players sit out. Is there not the unity in baseball like it is with the NBA? I don't believe. NBA... I don't. Be, I don't believe there is. But let me tell you this, Jim. Every one of the players who you want to make an impact, instead of striking and not showing up for work and refusing to play, and by the way, just rescheduling that game so it had no, you made no big statement. And by the way, you should have said, cancel the game, we'll take no paycheck for the game, and we will collectively donate all our paychecks for this cause. That's what I would say. Thank you for your call. Dave in Chicago joins us. Dave, welcome to the John Kincaid Show. Good morning. Hey, John. Thanks for taking my call. A long-time listener. One of my few times I've heard you live, because I I have your podcast, so it's awesome. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I've been listening to you for a long time. Uh, I I love your topic. I just wanted to uh, add to it, if if that's okay. Sure. Um, I think from the major sports perspective, the NBA is is fairly unique in the the say and the, not ownership, but um, the, the power that the players have. Um, and I think um, everything that everything that they're doing, maybe they just need to let it play out, and that's the way that they're going to learn their lesson of supply and demand. But what baffles me a little bit is how the owners are allowing it to happen. And I think it kind of, to me, it says how valuable the players are to that to 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 that league. Uh, I read an article, I think it was on the Athletic uh, yesterday, okay. um, that said. LeBron and a few people they met with Obama before, uh, you know, stopping. He talked before. to him on Wednesday night on the phone. Yes. 
yeah. So, I mean, you talk about, you know, where do you, the line between sports and um, um, activism. You know, activism. Um, it's already been crossed, right? Um, um, obviously, from that perspective. But, you know, maybe the NBA players who are obviously guaranteed contract uh, a leagues and as is baseball, um, maybe they need yeah. to see what happens when, when supply Well, they're going to see it. They're, they're going to appreciate your call. They're going to see it. There's going to be some fallout. There's going to be some fallout. Look, is it is not someone like a uh, I, I I'm trying to think of uh, Laurie Ingram, someone like Laurie Ingram telling LeBron James to shut up and dribble, is flat out stupid. That would be like telling Laurie Ingram on your show you can never have an opinion on anything else. Can't talk about music. Can't talk about uh, sports. Can't talk about why is she offering an opinion on her show about it if she's going to tell LeBron to shut up and dribble. That's foolishness. Absolute foolishness. But the game itself, I truly believe they're making a mistake. I truly believe when they let it incorporate, when it let it become part of the game. When I've got NBA players telling me it's not about the game anymore. It's not about the game anymore. Game's not important. It's about social justice. Then, honestly, I truly believe you should go home. If, it's, if, if that's the case, if the game's not important, then leave. Leave the bubble. Go do something. When you refuse to play a game, what did you do? Did you donate your paycheck for that game that you refused to play when they rescheduled it two days later? Did you take your paycheck? And donate it and say, okay, this is a gesture, and I'm going to ask all my peers to take one game paycheck, donate it, and we're going to use it to bolster our, our voting initiative or something like that. Did you do that or not? I didn't see it happen. I didn't see that happen. And to me... As I was talking to that caller earlier from Jim in Green Bay, there's a big difference between sports talk radio in Kenosha or in, or in Green Bay or wherever talking about the shooting than it is 24-7 coverage in Arizona or Atlanta. Believe me, after the weekend of unrest we had in Atlanta, we talked about it on the air on 6A The Fan on our station, on our show that Monday think it was important to do. We also talked sports, but we talked about that too. Had some real conversations about it. I think that's what you got to do. I'll take more of your calls. Try to get as many of you in today as I can at 855-212-4CBS. But let's get down to business. I told you it was never about the science. Many of you disagreed with me. Now we see the Big 12 naked. Next, John Kincaid Show, Big Ten, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.